Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Well, welcome back to another episode of the Buffalo Happy Hour. Mike, what's up? Tired today, dude. Why? I had a very busy weekend. A uh, buddy of mine was in town from Syracuse, so him and I hung out. Uh, he's stationed out there as a trooper, so no names will be provided throughout the story. But uh, but yeah, so I'm tired from the, the weekend festivities, which we'll dive into during the weekly recap. But I'm sure first there's something you want to talk about. I mean, just for everybody to subscribe. So thank you, everybody, for coming back. This is episode 82 of the Buffalo Happy Hour podcast, where we give our podcast to small businesses for them to be able to promote themselves for free. So if that's something you're interested in, please make sure you hit that subscribe button, leave a like on this video, and then also leave a comment down below. Let us know what business you would like to see us feature, because we do releases every single week. With this episode, we have to talk about, obviously, our weekly recap, for sure. Second, we're going to talk about this whiskey from Cooperstown Distillery, which has a very unique bottle, which we will dive into. And then um, that's really it. We don't have any structure for this episode yet again, because we're free people and we do whatever the hell we want, and it's just going to be a good time. Isn't that right, Michael? That's right, dude. You need to wake up, though. I'm, I mean, there's just a lot. Like, the weekend was long. Um Work is mentally taxing, so I kind of drove in silence for a while after work to get here and just relaxed. Yeah, I've noticed that you've been a little bit more lax on your time requirements lately. I think the last three appointments we had, you've showed up, like, legitimately late. Like, you don't care. I was, listen. (laughs) (laughs) I ripped on you the other day. And I was still on time. Yeah, I know. So, uh, but no, I mean, it's, everything has just been nonstop the last, like, week. Um, there's been things back to back. It's just ridiculous. Like what? Everything's fine. Um, well, we had, so obviously I wake up, go to the gym. Once the gym's over with, there's like, we have a podcast meeting. Then I have something right off, right after that, where I got to, you know, drive to get there. So it's like 30 minute drive. So I have to plan for that. Um, and then once I'm at that, um, thing, whatever it is, then there's, there's three things which within that thing, and it's just, it's nuts. So, for example, um, Saturday, woke up, went to the gym, had our meeting, and then after our meeting at Addie's, I went out to Hamburg, saw my buddy, wor- helped him work on his truck, then I built a fire pit for the fire that we we're going to have that night, um, and then... Or I'm sorry, before I even got to Hamburg, I had to get gas and then buy everything for dinner because I supplied dinner. So went to Wegmans, grabbed burgers and a bunch of toppings. It was amazing. And then after the toppings um, and the Wegmans trip, got gas, then then went out to Hamburg. Then when I was in Hamburg, helped him with the wiring in his truck. He's got a, um, a high country Silverado. Hmm. So he's rewiring a bunch of stuff to make sure it's all hoity-toity. So he's doing that. And then... 
I helped him with a little bit that I could because a lot of it was just a one-man job. Then I went out, built the fireplace, grabbed wood, prepped the fire. Obviously, you know that I like to do mm-hmm. that. And then then we went to Wally World and got hobo pie ingredients. Oh yeah. And then uh, and then that was Saturday night. So then we hung out all night until like midnight. And then Sunday, I had a buddy of mine move to Texas. So his wife's a physical therapist. So she uh, she got a job down there and then go on to prison closed. So he just quit corrections and screw it and moved to Texas with my wife. And then uh, so he moved down to Texas. They're, they're leaving Thursday. Um, so by the time this air is already gone. Mm-hmm. And, um, and yeah, and then he's getting... So did they move to Texas because she wanted to, or was it they just both, like a mutual agreement that New York sucks and we got to move somewhere? Or did that, they have planned to go to Texas? So she's got family down there, but they always gotcha. just always wanted. It's a mixture of both. Yeah. Um. So she she ended up getting a job offer down there and she took it. People yeah. talk about Florida becoming that state that everybody moves to. It's really Texas. It's both, dude. Texas has been flying. It's both. I mean, it's everyone, different clientele going to different places. I feel like though. Yeah, I mean, California will go to. Um, Texas, New York will go to Florida, but New York also goes to Texas. New York also goes to Tennessee and the Carolinas. I mean, it's all based Basically on... Basically anywhere outside of New York. <laughs> yeah, literally. Um, but yeah, so so Saturday, uh, Sunday I had his going away party, did that. Then I went to the range. It was amazing. I wish you were there. Um, I zeroed and, and sighted in my, my red dot, uh, my rifle, got all that dialed in, and then linked up with another buddy of mine who's... Um, uh, he's also a town cop, so he was there. He was just working on his duty pistol, just doing drills. He's friends with all of us. We all grew up together. And then uh, my buddy in from Syracuse had his long rifle, so then we were shooting his um, his rifle, and it's three oh eight. And then our um, our other buddy, there was four of us. My other buddy Dan brought his out, and he's shooting six five Creedmoor. So. We're hitting steel uh, like 250 yards out. It was amazing. So it was a good time. That's cool. But then I got home super late and I was like, great. Now I got to wake up super early. Do you feel like a lot work. of your, your energy loss is because of mental exhaustion or is it physical exhaustion? Mental. 115%. Um, dude, even shooting. Like I was so tired. Most people don't realize this unless they, they shoot often. Um, but eye fatigue is exhausting mm-hmm. and it's very it's just straining um so there's one thing to do like uh stress shoots so you'll do sprints and you'll work up your heartbeat and then when your heart rate's elevated then you got to like try to calm it down and then shoot so you're steady that's one thing but when your eyes exhausted and you're trying to zero and sight in that's a whole separate ball Mm -hmm. it's like it's it's ridiculous so i was fighting that and then um i was hydrated but i don't think i was I don't know. You can always be more hydrated. Yeah. And I always feel like when I'm more hydrated, my eye strain is um, not as bad. But it's just... Makes yeah, sense. It was just tough, man, the whole th- the whole day. And then we got the BMNT, and it was just kind of weird in between day and night. And then it was just even harder to see. And I'm like, you know what? It's fine. What do you do to relax your mind? Do you do anything? Like, do you, you my don't mind or my or anything, eyes. right? No, oh. just your mind. Like, your mental exhaustion. Um, do you do anything to, like, calm yourself down? Sit in silence and lay down, close my eyes. That's one thing. So basically meditation without actually saying meditation. Um, that's one thing. The other thing that I do, um, specifically shooting, is if I'm looking down my... If I'm looking through the sights, even if it's an optic, what I'll do is I'll... I won't move my head at all. So I'll maintain my sight picture, but I'll just close my eyes completely 
um, sit for a couple seconds, open my eyes. And then what I'll do is if my eye is still, because I'm right eye dominant, if it's still strained, um, I'll just look to the grass and then green supposedly it's it's i don't know if it's a rumor or not or if there's actual studies i'm not super super well educated on it but it's something that's always worked for us in the army is we just find something green it's always grass look at the grass and then you and then you look back through your site and then that kind of helps um so i was doing that a ton i was doing everything i could to actually knock it out which i did in 20 rounds but i'm just like oh my god but it was the first 20 rounds i ever put through the gun so your ar right yeah. yeah so i was like all right so everything's all set it's good to go and then from there um we had a steel target at uh, 20, I mean, it was like 28, but 28 yards. Um, How'd you shoot? Great. Yeah. It was dinging steel the whole time. It was, it was awesome. Uh, no, I mean, it, shooting is unbelievably perishable, but I was fine, especially with an air platform. Like, I'm very comfortable with it, so I was fine. Um, and then I was shooting for, like, the, the shooting nerds that care. Um, my buddy is he's a qualified sniper. So I was basically calling out which target I wanted to shoot and then where on the target I was shooting. So I said, you know, um, Delta one. So it's a, it's a target silhouette and then there's black squares in a grid. Mm -hmm. And I said Delta. So the fourth one, the fourth row or column rather. Um, and then I was like Delta one. So it's the very, very top right target. Mm -hmm. And then I said top right. So I was shooting the top right of the top right target. And then he's like, all right, got to hit a spotting scope. He's like, got it. So I was shooting that. And then um, I was shooting half to three quarter MOA. So my grouping was basically like a quarter. So I was keyholing. Um, so keyholing is the two rounds in the same hole, mm -hmm. basically. So, I, I mean, his – he was – zeroed he confirmed a zero with his rifle but i'm like man this thing is just so comfortable and it was 308 and the everything about it is just super smooth but i was like this is great and it was funny because they had like bench seating at the range and him and i were like now nah, we're good and it was it rained like all day we're like it's fine i was laying the ground because I, I like i have to shoot from mm -hmm. supported so i'm like laying in it and i'm like this is amazing like, i was so happy but do you find yourself an introvert or an extrovert going off of that mental mental toughness situation do, do you recharge because there's a couple different ways to think of being an introvert and an extrovert some people think that you have to be around people or like you're a social person and that makes you an extrovert but that's not true what it is is how you recharge yourself so are you able to like after a long day do you need to just go home sit by yourself and recharge mentally or do you recharge around friends at a party i can do both um i can decompress and relax if there's if there's a party going on okay maybe a party isn't the the best I, I was, example because i was gonna say because there's a caveat to that when i came home from training and there were people at my house i was pissed yeah i hated that like i need an hour to just decompress be total so i guess in a sense an introvert mm -hmm. um like give me an hour and then if we're gonna meet people out that's a separate entity mm -hmm. and then i can say yes or no based on how strenuous the training was or whatever event that i just went through but if i come home to a house of people after i'm gone for like two weeks i'm super poopy yeah like i'm sad panda <laughs> i don't want people like just leave me alone don't ask questions don't talk to me like i just want to sit here and fall asleep like i don't want anybody around me mm -hmm. um ex obviously except like my wife but yeah 
Um, yeah, maybe a party isn't the best example because normally for parties, you're around people that you want to be around. So you right. feel relaxed around there. I guess it's more of like a, Dude, a group even, of people or social events that you know some people and you don't. Like to me, that's it's not stressful, but that's not how I relax is going to these events where there's people. I like to relax in my house by myself and just forget about everything. Yeah, I'm with you. And it's also it's also um, to add, it's even if it's two or three people and it's just family, mm-hmm. I still don't want them there. Right. After like two weeks or whatever, like leave me alone. Like I don't want to be around anybody um what about do you remember when we first got permits and we're like all i want to do is just drive but you kind of couldn't because legally it's like you you know mom said no and she's the only licensed person Mm -hmm. here so i can't drive and then when you finally get your license you're like i'm just gonna go for a drive and decompress and you literally drove all over the place absolutely and then the first giant snowstorm, you jumped in the car and you're like, I'm going to go drive in the snow so I can get used to it. Like the most Buffalo thing in the world. <laughs> but yeah, that, um, I always did that to decompress, especially when I was, when I had a standard, yeah. I would just drive into shift and just feel a car and just kind of enjoy that experience. Are you a windows down or an AC on guy? Hmm. There's, there's that fine line. Yeah. There's a myth. Mythbusters did crack it that, like one of them guzzles more gas than the other, but the aerodynamics of your car and the with the windows down and that uh, wind hitting the inside of your car and slowing your car down, it ends up equaling out. I think so. Like you can't or driving with the windows down isn't more fuel efficient than having your AC on, which is what people don't want to believe. Midday, I'm an AC guy. Okay, once the sun goes down or it's starting to go down, windows down, no AC. Or I'll do both AC and windows down if I'm real frisky. Okay, so that is very inefficient. <laughs> yeah, and I could care less. <laughs> I'm trying to stay comfortable and enjoy the car experience. Yeah. Um, you, you do both, though? Windows down, AC up? Yeah, and the first person to introduce me to that was my uncle, who lives down in Florida. And I'm like, we're in Florida. That makes sense. Like, I want all the air all the time. <laughs> like, Because there's no cool air down there. <laughs> Dude, it was... The worst. It was like 97% humidity. It was like 93 outside it's not the heat it's the humidity that really gets you yeah and i'm staring at my uncle like how do you function here he's like <laughs> wet what like you're just always wet i'm like I, I can't live in florida i just can't do it i actually had that conversation would what's the furthest south you would go uh georgia you're like cuba oh, okay yeah. <laughs> no georgia um but that's just because i love the state from a from a like comf- comfortability standpoint how far would I go before I literally would be sweating while I sleep, which I do in <laughs> Buffalo. So it's probably not the best indicator of where I would go. But I like like North Carolina, like North Carolina, Tennessee. I'm not even sure if they are like on the same plane. West Virginia, like that middle of the states. Anything below that, I just I can't do it. I function so hot in general that I can't move down to Florida. You know, you adjust, right? Yeah, I know. But it, that period of adjusting would be tough. Like I want to go to, Wait. I would love to go to Texas, but Texas is freaking hot, man. To visit, no, to live. Listen, where in Texas? San Antonio, and that's south, like that's southern. I spent two months in El Paso, and I wanted to like just crawl into a hole and forget that I was a human being. Exactly, it's way too hot. Yeah, way too hot. But I mean, I haven't explored Texas. I was just visiting. Um, so San Antonio is where Devil's River is. I know. Which there's a difference between visiting and living. Right. But 
Yeah, I mean, Texas is Texas. But you Austin, can't, I guess, you is can't pretty hate nice. Texas. Yeah. And yeah, Austin is, but it's, you know, it's blue. Yeah. It's Libby. Well, yeah, but you live on the outskirts of it. You're right. You're fine. Right. But the whole state will never turn blue. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. There were some fears this past election, but it was, that's, I'm a history guy, so I kind of enjoy seeing that, like, the shifts mm-hmm. and seeing how the election maps change over the years. I just find that fascinating. Oh, yeah. Has, I mean, it has something to do with politics, but it I'm not. It literally is politics. <laughs> right, but I'm not, but I'm not interested yeah. because of politics. I just think it's really cool to see changes and all that, but that happens, um, like, I get, I get excited with, um like planet earth documentaries and they show like what the earth looked like at this time period and now this and now this and you're just kind of like wow it's, it's pretty interesting how this giant rock changes and we're trying to make a political yeah. it's just like a giant rock is changing okay, there was like there was a huge satellite picture they said it was from space but i can guarantee it was not from space it was very very high up and you can see all of new york uh like new york city and it's crazy how Obviously, this is going to sound so stupid, but how tall the buildings are in New York in relation to the surrounding areas, because you just see like the like the huge buildings and then just green grass. What if it was from space, but they zoomed in? Maybe. Could be. Probably a better camera than what we have. I mean, these do go up to 90% optical zoom. I think that's right. 200, 300? What are, what are these? They're intense. Know, it's like nine they're, they're times zoom. Cameras. Yeah, but they suck. They don't, the focus sucks. Listen, that's a different story. It's not, I don't know. It's not the camera's fault, but it is the camera's fault. I mean, it's all the camera's fault. All right. Are we cracking this thing? We sure are. Look how pretty it is. It is very Are pretty. we going to talk baseball, or are we going to skip right over the fact that it's Cooperstown? I mean, we're going to talk a little bit about baseball, but it has nothing really to do with like... Did you ever play baseball? No. Oh, my God. I played a man sport called hockey. Let's tone it down. <laughs> Speaking of sports and athleticism, I've been going to the gym a lot lately. And, dude, why – maybe you might know this better than me. Maybe you do this. And if you do, we have to end the business partnership right now. But why do people shout at the gym when they're lifting? I – first of all, I don't do that. Thank you. Um, I, I literally wouldn't be your friend anymore. That's, I that's used all to- it comes down to. Before Crunch Gym, I used to grunt as a joke with buddies, and I got in a lot of trouble for it by the people that used to work at the gym. Oh, really? Like, oh, grow up. It's a joke. <clears throat> but anyways, the well, um, Planet Fitness has that lunk alarm. Planet Fitness <laughs> is, first of all, not a sponsor, so I'm going to go off. I mean, All if right, they dude, were, it's Monday. Let's tone it down over there, Mister Heavy. It's literally board. the same thing that you have. I'm Irish. That's different. Oh God, I'm Italian. Where's my wine? <laughs> so, anyways, should have thrown that to you. Got it? Huh? <laughs> Nailed it. Baseball. Got it. Uh, what? Anyways, so, so you used to grunt as a joke. As a joke, but it was never serious. The people that actually. So, are you talking about like excessive grunting, or are you talking about just the standard like? Uh, like the grunt just to get it up, and it's like normal and mild. Yeah, no, that's fine. Oh, yeah, and okay. like so you're heavy talking breathing about the is fine, right? But like the previous, I haven't encountered that yet in my current gym very frequently. I encountered it once, but 
it was weird. The other gym that I had, the dude was roided up. You can tell he had pimples on his back. He was just a big dude. He looked like he like he was four foot four, but he could lift his entire body weight times seventeen. And I'm like, what are you doing? But every single time, I'm like, ah! I'm like, what are you doing, dude? Can you stop? Like that was every single time he would bench. Every single time he would do anything. Like, curls would be different, but it's just I don't understand that process. And I know that exerting a lot of, like, like exerting your body of breath will help you push higher weights, but screaming at the top of your lungs doesn't do that. Correct. That's being obnoxious, and there's, I don't believe, any scientific benefit to doing it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a fan. I don't understand it. I don't get it. I mean, Ronnie Coleman's famous for screaming lightweight, but he's also dumbbell pressing 400 pounds, 200 pounds in each arm. So that's a little different. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's part of him dying. That's why he's screaming. <laughs> because you literally can't do that without dying. <laughs> but yeah, I, I just don't understand why people do that. It doesn't seem like you would want the attention on you. I remember one time at Planet Fitness, which is a su- pretty funny story. So Tom and I used to go to the gym all the time together. And Tom, before Tom and I went to the gym, both of us, neither of us belonged in a gym. We just started, and we were, like, very, very tiny people. But we were on the bench press. One story that I always remember is Phil Collins was playing on the uh, the Planet Fitness speakers. Okay. And we're in the middle of a bench press. So I'm spotting him, and he's down on the bench. And Phil Collins comes on. Like, the I can feel coming in the air tonight, the uh, heavy drum part. So I start going. And then Tom... On the bench press, he's laying down. He goes, I can feel <laughs> we both start, literally start dancing to I can feel it going in the air tonight at Planet Fitness while we were supposed to be bench pressing. It was hilarious, and that's, I will always remember that. That's the most Planet Fitness story <laughs> right? I've heard in a long time. But on the other side of that, I remember on the same bench, actually, because they didn't have a ton of um, like free weight benches to yeah. lay down on. Well, why would they? It's Planet Fitness. Exactly. So on the same bench, I was doing skull crushers, Yeah, and I had too much on the bar. And I didn't put clamps on the end. So as I'm going back, I started falling and I tilted and then all the weights fell off the one side. I corrected it. All the weights fell off the other side. I'm a very athletic guy, let me tell you. But then they sounded the lunk alarm at me. I'm like, I I messed up. I don't know what to tell you. It was so funny though. But yeah, so that's it. That's my plan of fitness story. And I will never go back because the next day that I went back, they had pizza or something. And then I'm like, this is just counterproductive. Correct. So I had a piece worked out and then had a piece in the window. <laughs> so annoying. <laughs> I believe it too. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, but so, yeah. So first of all, we've never taken a sip since the first beep. Oh, I did. What are you doing? What are you dude? talking? About? No, you didn't. Yes, I did. All right. Well, hold sip. on. Hold on. God. We'll talk about the whiskey at the end. It smells actually really nice. Yeah, it does. It's very very smooth. This is ninety proof. Is it? Yeah. So venison steak for dinner tonight. Ooh. You have your... Oh, no, that's tomorrow night, your golf thing. Yeah. Yeah, so that's next week's episode. How about... uh Get Hed- to talk all about it. How about Hideki's win? His master's win? He was the first... Was the first... Japanese to win a major title? Yeah. And the first Asian to win the masters. It's wild. Dude, he's got a... He's been playing lights out golf for months. Oh, yeah. Well, it's- this is the... Was it the most recent time that a... Obviously, it was the most recent. He just won literally two days ago. But the that he was the low amateur when they were first there 
and then he won the Masters tournament. Like he was the most recent example of that happening. So mm. like in the Masters tournament, you know, low amateur, they bring in a couple amateurs to play in the Masters tournament. Oh, you're saying amateur? Yeah, I, I've been watching a lot of British golf, amateur. So amateur. So they've been well, doing. We won the war, so <laughs> pronounce it correctly, dude. I've been watching. Uh, that's another discussion. I hate the British, but anyway. So <laughs> when you have you bring in a couple amateurs to play in the tournament, and then if they make the cut, the low amateur also gets on the the round table where they talk about like winning the Masters. You get the person placing the jacket on their back and all that stuff. But they're just a part of the celebration. And Hideki won it in 2011. He was a low amateur. And then now he won the Masters, which hasn't happened in quite a bit. Can we please discuss the fact that Dustin Johnson wasn't even in the Masters because yeah, he, he didn't even make the cut, and it yeah. was, he had to pick the food? But I know, really, <laughs> I know. But a lot of big names didn't make it. Brooks Kapka didn't make it. Rory McIlroy didn't make it. It was a tough course. Yeah, Tiger. Well, that's a different reason. <laughs> the police released the report, and he was speeding, and then there was also pills found. Which, all right, not to talk about current events, but current events. Uh, Dante, the individual that was shot in, I'm going to butcher. Minneapolis? Minneapolis. Who? I struggle with that word for some reason. Why? You're putting like 14 ends in there when there's only 13. I know, it's a (laughs) micism. So anyways, (laughs) the officer was trying to tase him. And instead shot him. I saw that report. So I watched the video. And the question that I have is, oh, like, it is an accidental discharge. She didn't mean to shoot him. The issue is she meant to shoot him. Just she didn't mean to shoot him. She meant to shoot him with a taser. Now, tasers are a different color. Tasers are a different weight. Tasers are a different size. They're also in a different holster. Now, when you grab your Glock, it's going to feel like Glock. Then you draw said Glock, and then you aim at the human being. Now, when you aim, notice my discipline where I'm not even pointing a fake gun at you so I don't flag you. Well, anyways, she draws on him, okay, and then shoots. One round. One. Which proves she's thinking taser. But she's holding the wrong firearm. And then the chief's on the news and he's like, yeah, I mean, after reviewing everything and hearing the commands and watching the camera footage and, you know, it was it, it was an accidental discharge. Like she was she thought that she was tasing him. I'm like, what is happening? Like, how does that even happen? If you look down in your peripheral, you would see black because so, it's a Glock. You don't right. have a yellow Glock. And then how do you <laughs> Can not? Can you imagine if they did? <laughs> right. And like, well, it's uh, a different Sorry, comment. Let's not Never mind. So anyways. No, you're fine. But like, how do you not realize like, right. oh, that's a Glock. Like, hold on, you know, or if he's fling because he was fling like, I don't know. Like, to an extent, well, I also, I have no idea if it's a felon. I have no idea what issued the traffic stop in the first place. So I he was running, though? Away. He was, he was I didn't watch against, the video, so yeah, you so want to kind of recap it for yeah, everyone? Yeah, so, so there were, like, three cops there. Um, the body camera footage that you'll watch that came out, like, an hour before we hit record is of the officer that shot. So it was a ended up being a woman, which I learned, like, 15 minutes before hitting record. Um 
So they walk up to the car. The first officer pulls him out of the car, turns him around. So he's up against the car and then he starts to cuff him. So he cuffs his right hand first. Then he like resists or he had his left. Either way, he had one arm cuffed. Then he started to resist. So then he pulled off for a second. And then that's when you're like, okay, he's resisting here. I, I see that. Like, why is he resisting? Like, what's the, what is going on? Is he going to reach for something? Whatever. He's, he's only got one hand cuffed. Like all those questions start to spiral. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden he like breaks free and then jumps into the front seat of his car to take off. And I'm like, okay, well, first of all, don't run. Like, I, in today's climate especially, don't run. Yeah. And then you're disobeying multiple commands at that point, but you can't hear them all because it's of the video that they released. It's, you know, investigation still ongoing or whatever, mm-hmm. so they probably took it all out. And then, then you see she approaches, and then you can't really hear anything. He, he like, basically starts to drive away. And then all of a sudden she's drawn on him and then shoots a single round and it hits him like in his left side ribs. And then he drives away. And then all the cops look at the cop that shot the two other officers. And then all you hear is you shot him with a question mark. And it's like, why would you shoot Mm -hmm. him? Kind of a tone. And everyone was just kind of like shocked at that point. And then he ended up, Consequently, passing away, which is horrible. But it's like, what is, how? Is that I just even, don't understand that. I, I want to know, like, is that even part of their training is to tase somebody that's driving away? I feel like that's super dangerous to tase somebody that's driving away. <sighs> Obviously, all of it's split second. So if she tased him, he most, I mean, he would not have been able to actually drive away. Well, you think about tasing, you lose sense of your muscles, right? He would have just been like flipping out in his seat. So he would have he wouldn't have slammed on his gas. Well and no, the he, car the car was in park. I thought he said he moved it in a drive when she shot him. He 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 moved it in a drive as as he was getting shot or got or it, he just got shot. Because hmm. it's all I mean, plus two you have to remember, if it's already in motion and you get shot, you don't just it's not a video game. Like, you just, you take the round, and then you're just like, oh, like, you feel right. it, you're yeah. in shock, and then you just continue on with what you were doing. Right. But the whole, I mean, the whole thing, there's so many questions, and that's that's the one thing, too, that I hate about everything. It's, I'm going to show you this second to this second, and then everybody can debate and just burn things down and yeah. just fight over it. And it's like, it's not, let's get the entire story, and if there's something that actually has to change, let's change it and move on. Like, so let's be adult about it. Who releases the body cam footage? Um, It was, like, one of their local news stations that released it i don't know how they got it i don't know if it was leaked to them i don't know if the department gave it to the news and said here's the footage send it and they cut it or something like that yeah like i don't i don't know but of course you know what what's frustrating is you never see the full you just don't see everything like i I think everybody can most people can get on the side that say body cam footage is okay like let's i mean we can record police officers like it's probably okay to do that. But I think that we should draw the line at giving it to news outlets before anything has started. So then the public can decipher what it is. This isn't like that. Like, I don't understand why we're doing that. And it's also how body cameras work. So if you draw your duty pistol and you pull it from the holster, there's a sensor in your holster 
And then that's what initiates your body cam to start shooting. Oh, okay. However, it's a 20-second loop. So if you draw and the sensor engages your body camera, you'll get the 20 seconds before it actually turns on Mm -hmm. because it's essentially always recording. Yeah. So that's why you're getting this second to this second. I hate that, though, from the media standpoint and the public outcry standpoint and like the the way everything is occurring essentially because it's you're not getting the full story yeah. you're just not right and then when everything comes out in trial and then everybody doesn't get the outcome they want because of the way the system is in trial it's a whole different ball game but then it's like see this is why like you're upset because you wanted this to happen although you didn't know this this and this mm-hmm. um but I, I, the whole thing is just a zoo. But so in this situation, what what would happen to her, to the to the officer? What would happen? No, like what what do you think is going to happen with this officer? Just I mean, the, the chief already came out and said it was an accidental discharge. So I don't know what that department's um, like um, policy on. Accidental yeah, I don't know what their policy is on IDs. Like I just, I have no idea. So it's going to be interesting to see that play out because. It's obviously already getting a ton of attention. Well, I mean, yeah, there's mass protests all around the nation. But I, it's crazy. Interesting. Well, that was a heavy topic. It's better than the topic that I wanted to discuss today, so we're not going to do that. Uh, let's talk about the current state of the Sabres, bud. Because that's kind of been going around a little bit. with What, the, uh, what most current recent, state? With the most recent trade. You Have you had it? a fire yet this year? No. You haven't had a fire yet this year? Not yet. Okay, well, if you if you did, then you would have saw the Sabres organization. <laughs> it's it's just atrocious. It's been raining for like the past two weeks. When am I going to have a fire? Dude, it was perfect night Saturday night. Yeah, I wasn't home Saturday night. Anyway. The Sabres are a dumpster fire. There is zero GM. He doesn't exist. Like, there's a human being in that position, yeah, but it's, Adams. he's not a GM. I don't know what he is, but... Well, he's not, right? Like, he's technically not a GM. He's filling in for Borderall when they fired him, right? We don't have a front office, so you're not wrong, but it doesn't exist. Like, the, the Buffalo Sabres is essentially an organization that... It, it's it's essentially made up of a jersey, players on a roster, and an ice rink, mm-hmm. and sticks, and pucks. That's it. That's all you got. And then go out and see what you can do. Like, that's literally what it is. It's like club league. <laughs> it's a joke. It's yeah. a joke. Well, everybody's flipping out about the Taylor Hall trade on both sides. Like, there's because it's not a trade. There's mixed. We emotions. gave them away. <laughs> Basically, like, go do what you want. Live your life. <laughs> well, so Anders Bork is actually a good player. I liked him when he was on the Bruins. So, for everybody that doesn't know, I'm a big Bruins fan. I don't like the Sabers. I like when they're doing well because the city does well. So, if it is the Sabers in the Stanley Cup in like twenty two thousand two hundred forty six B- a whatever <laughs> AD. If they're finally there eventually, I'll probably be dead by then. But if they're ever there, I'll root for them because I like the city of Buffalo being happy. Unless it's against the Bruins. They would never play the Bruins in the Stanley Cup. But in the games leading up to the Stanley Cup, that's what I'm saying. I'd rather have the Bruins win. But anyway, I'm a big Bruins fan. Mike doesn't really care about anything, um, which includes the Sabres. And we (laughs) so we were talking today about their most recent trade where the Sabres sent over – 
um, oh, Taylor former Hall. Former MVP. Yeah, former MVP. And uh, Lazan, Lazan for Andres Bork and a second-round pick in this year's draft. Which, hockey drafts are so much different than football drafts. No one watches a draft outside of the NFL draft. Well, that and your people that you're drafting outside of the first round aren't even making the roster. They're on your 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 uh, club league. Yeah, they're on the farm team. Yeah, like Middlestat was on the club team for how long before he joined? Like two years, was it? Yeah, basically. Yeah, so I I have no idea if that's even true, but I'm pretty sure it is. Something like that, maybe at one year. But anyway, so Taylor Hall's a former MVP. And every, everyone on the Bruins side, because I'm on all these Bruins Facebook pages, they're like, uh, "We, I don't really like Taylor Hall. He sucks. He's got two goals this season. Understand that. But Eichel also has two goals this season, and we all know Eichel doesn't suck. There's rumors that he has some sort of drug issue right now, and that's his injury. But anyway, uh, there, he hasn't gotten goals this year because the Sabres suck. You're not going to get goals on a bad team. That's just not how it works. So... I'm excited for him to come to Boston. Sabres organization is a disaster. They got nothing in return. And the Bruins media was laughing because they basically robbed the Sabres blind. The person that I feel the worst for is Rick Jenneret because he does not deserve this at this stage of his life <laughs> at all. Like, it's it's criminal yeah. for what we're doing to him. But criminal. So, so You know what we should do? Rick Jenneret should call Bill's game. Yeah, that'd be cool. Let the man be happy because <laughs> he hasn't been happy in like six years. <laughs> it's true. Uh, but he had like a no movement clause hall. And basically they couldn't trade him. He was able to pick whatever team he wanted to go on. And Hall picked he wanted to play for the Bruins. So that's how that discussion started. Just so you know. A no movement clause. But you're able to pick who you want to move. So he had a no movement clause with the Sabres. So the Sabres couldn't voluntarily trade him. He would have to indicate what team he wanted to be traded to in order for him to move. Hmm. Which was the Bruins. So now that we lost Hall, how are we doing on cap space? Because I'm assuming pretty solid. No, because... Or do we still have to pay him? The Sabres are playing half of his salary. (laughs) (laughs) Again, dumpster fire. They've been looking good, though, ever since they fired the coach. The Sabres have been looking decent. And they won the other night 5-3. Against Philly. Yeah. I, however. They're still a train wreck. There's no hope. No hope. But anyway, before we dive into the whiskey section, let's talk about the three-chord collab, because we have a little bit more information on that. All right. Three-chord collab. For some odd reason, Derek and I made friends. and those, One of, like, our first friends, too. And, and those friends... Got together and said, hey, Buffalo Happy Hour is doing a lot of good things for the local community. Why don't we work with them on a single barrel release? So Derek and I got fired up. We say yes to a lot of opportunities. We very, very rarely say no. So, Especially going forward because now we know kind of how this whole process works. We're not going to be saying no much. So we're all fired up. Um, so Three Chord Bourbon out of Clarence links up with Addie's Wine and Spirits in Billville. It's what I call Williamsville. <laughs> so they're like, hey, why don't we bring in Buffalo Happy Hour into a single barrel? So Three Chord tells us, devise a panel. We'll taste a couple samples and we'll see what you think. So we grab Justin Hartman um, and then a couple other friends that are Just very, whiskey enthusiasts. very, very deep whiskey enthusiasts yeah. that actually understand what they're doing and tasting to appreciate it. 
So bring them in, sit down, do a panel with record. We choose one option that we really like a lot. And then we bring another option in on the back end that we wanted to blend them and see if we liked it. If not, we're going with the first option. No worries. Second option comes in, um, schedule it, link up. We blend them. And the first blend was a little peppery, a little too much, a little hot, a little hot. So we said, why don't we screw with the percentages, kept talking, sipped on it, and then realized this is actually really good. This is the money. So it's an 80-20. So it's 80% finished in cognac barrels, and it's 20% from the toasted barrel. Mm -hmm. Not a char, but a toast. There's a very significant difference in the tasting notes. So the cognac finish is like a full body. Um, but it's smooth and it's rich in flavor. Mm-hmm. And then the toast gives it like somewhat of a smokiness on the back end, but it allows you to enjoy it. Now it's hot. So please, if you're new to this and you want to buy a bottle, which you can through the liquor store and they can ship it to you, which is sweet. Get to that in a second. Throw an ice cube in it because it's 117 proof. Now, with this single barrel, we worked with our graphic designer, Av. <laughs> He's doing a, a label collab. His name's Tom, not Av, but... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, It just sounded funny. We worked on a graphic designer, Av. Yeah, Avi. <laughs> Although, Tom's never going to watch this anyways. So right, there's yes, no point in shouting him out. That's why I said our graphic designer. So we, he's, he's essentially working on the label and making sure that um, it fits everything that we want to have on it so that everyone knows what's going on. There's also going to be a QR code so that you can scan it with your phone, and then that'll send you directly to our YouTube channel to watch our review of our show with our bottle so that you guys can understand what we're drinking, um, which is exciting. And by that time, we may and or may not have a new look. So Correct. more to follow on that. Um, but yeah, so it's 80-20. Derek, you want to run through the other specifics on it? Yeah, so the it'll cost forty four ninety nine per bottle. So we, when Mike and I were talking about this, we really wanted to keep it under 50. We feel like, and you can check out our whiskey rating online at our link in our bio and our Instagram. We put a cap on like budget bourbons that are under $50. Once you hit that $50 mark, you kind of get into a little bit more of those premium stuff. And we didn't want to cross that line because we wanted it to be available for everybody that wanted to support the podcast and not necessarily drink it, but also be a very, very tasty product that you can enjoy for a very good price. So like Mike was saying, we partnered with Three Chord. They're a very well-known brand who has some incredible whiskeys out there on the market. Uh, So And the following. Yeah, you can definitely um, bet that it's going to be a very tasty whiskey. Um, Like Mike was saying, also we're partnering with Addy, so you can order it on their website or on their app. You can also order it in store. You can go buy it, pick it up then. And um, also you can let us know if you want to pre-order something. We're taking a list of everybody's name, phone number, and email address so we can provide it to Addies so then they can inform you when it's ready. We're thinking about a time frame of the uh, end of June, so June 30th, for it to be ready and available to the public. Now, if you pre-order, you can pick it up a day before. So let us know if you do want to pre-order it because then uh, we can put you down and then you can come in and pick it up the day before. Also, let us know how many bottles you want. Just Correct. because you tell us, hey, I want a bottle, we're literally going to think a bottle as in singular. Yeah. So if you want two to four bottles or whatever, state that um, so that we can mark it down accordingly. We already upped our minimum order quantity uh, because there's been a lot of interest and we have some other ways of moving this product. So if you want a bottle, please let us know before 
because we can always up it again, but you have to let us know or else we won't up it. And if it runs out, it runs out. Then you're just going to have to wait until the next one. The mash bill for this is 75% corn, 21% rye, and 4% barley. And um, like Mike was saying, it's in two different barrel aging processes. The cognac barrel is in it's in the cognac barrel for eight months, and it's in the toasted barrel, he said, for at least six weeks. And then we also have some plans in the work to work with Addie's to do a virtual seminar too. So if you're interested in that, or doing a virtual seminar with the three core team and us, you can sign up for that as well and get your bottle through there. That's it. It's going to be a good time. They can ship anywhere within New York. So if you are downstate, if you're upstate, if you're in central New York, or if you're in western New York, we can ship it. So no worries. Yes, sir. But yeah, it's exciting. Exciting stuff. All right. Um whiskey section we got to talk about this bottle yeah we do all right so let's get into the whiskey we haven't done this in a while so i'm kind of excited i don't even remember how this sounds all right so we have in front of us right now cooperstown distillery their double day bourbon uh, the awards that it won in 2019, it won in the International Review of Spirits Packaging Competition. So not a flavor perspective, but a packaging competition. That's important to note because this is the baseball. If you're not watching on YouTube, what are you doing? But also, uh, you can see the bottle on YouTube. It is a glass baseball. It's a decanter that's shaped like a baseball. It has the, I don't know, what are the lines called? Stitching? There you go, nailed it. Laces, dude. On a baseball? They're called laces on a baseball? It's all the things. Oh, God. See, this is why I just stick to hockey. Uh, but they won a gold medal for creative creativity category, a gold medal for form category, a gold medal for style category, and then the best gift box. So that's kind of exciting. So a little company background. Uh, Cooperstown Distillery is the first and only distillery in beautiful Otsego County, home to the na- iconic National Baseball Hall of Fame Museum. Drawing from the picturesque beauty and celebrated history of the region, it should come as no surprise that our truly unique, handcrafted spirits are inspired by the literature of James Fenimore Cooper, the beautiful crystal clear waters of our lake Glimmer Glass, and Cooperstown world's famous reputation for honoring excellence. Worthy of carrying the distinguished Cooperstown name, our spirits are made to meet the highest of standards and are now recognized for being among the nation's very best. Cooperstown Distillery employs the highest quality artisanal distilling practices. Using almost entirely New York State grains, we produce a full line of spirits. We are a farm distillery and a member of the Cooperstown Beverage Trail. We work to know our farmers, and we produce spirits made from select grain grown by people we trust and respect. Our custom-crafted skills are the focal point of our Railroad Avenue location. Here, you can enjoy the grain-to-bottle experience. You will witness the entire process from the mash right through distillation and aging because they have tours of the facility as well where you can kind of participate in some of this stuff, which is pretty cool. But most notably, our award-winning distinguished whiskeys are carefully matured on-site in choice barrels, which further enhance their deep, rich color and complex character. We had or we then hand bottle and hand label our nationally recognized spirits at Cooperstown distillery. You can join a VIP tour, meet the distiller and enjoy sampling in our tasting room. Our distillery store and satellite beverage exchange retail outlets also feature an eclectic mixture of bitters, cocktail accessories, and glassware, including our baseball hall of fame signature series, 
like this one, uh, decanters, and other premium gift items. So a little bit of the background on this specific bottle. It's a blend of young it's a blend of young and five-year-old bourbons. It drinks remarkably well, and uh, fine older bourbon should. Filled in our patented specialty baseball decanter, this bourbon makes a great sipping spirit. So that's basically what it is. It's just a autographed baseball decanter. I like that. Now, right. question for you. Sure. So on the stitches. Yes. How many stitches are there on a major league baseball. Uh, I'm guessing because I literally don't know anything about baseball, but I'm going to say 376. Why 376? I don't know. Well, how did you come up with that number? Just a guess. It's 108. Nailed it. Yep. 108 stitches. But if you double that and then you subtract 12 and then you double that, you get 376. Don't fact check that. <laughs> so the reason being is. So it is stitches, not laces. Correct. Laces so, is football. Correct. So nailed it. So the <laughs> the stitches are on the ball to ensure there's no soft spots. But correct me if I'm wrong, they also are kind of an indication of where the pitcher can hold the ball to put different curves on the ball, right? They're used for that, yeah. but that's not right. their feature. They're they're there so that it holds the ball together. However, those stitches are then used to throw different pitches, like a knuckleball on this baseball. So the, you see how the stitches go all the way across? Mm -hmm. A knuckleball, you would put your hands here and then throw like that. And that's how you throw a knuckleball. I don't like a curveball, you have your two fingers, and then you turn your wrist. You can also use that with a slider. And then a fastball is typically your two, um, two fingers, and then you're just heavener, heavener. What's the fastest uh, but, you've ever thrown? No, oh, Jesus. I Do you know? Sixties, probably sixties, seventies. I, I pitched when I was a kid, and it was slow. Yeah. I mean, I, I was a kid, but I like at this age, I haven't thrown a ball to know how fast I can throw a fastball. We should play catch sometime. That's adorable that I just asked you to play catch with me. You can like be my son, and I'll throw you out of. Show you how to throw Except we're the same age. <laughs> You're like two months younger than me. But anyway. Oh um, yes. All right. Cocktail section. Yeah. It'll be on the Instagram on Tuesday. <laughs> you don't have one. <laughs> all right. Well. In no structure means no structure, Derek. <laughs> in light of today's topics, I'm going to drop the cocktail section. Yeah. Drop that beat for the cocktail section. It's a little, I can feel it coming. All right, nailed it. All right, so mine is the Algonquin cocktail. It Algonquin? Is, yeah, dude. It is one and a half ounces of whiskey, three quarters of an ounce of dry vermouth, and three quarters of an ounce of pineapple juice. In a cocktail shaker filled with ice, pour the whiskey, dry vermouth, and pineapple juice inside. And then please, shake well. Does now, it? dry vermouth, what do you know about it? Nothing. It's a liquid, yeah? Correct. Then how is it dry? I like a dry wine. It leaves your mouth feeling like nothing. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> so. So, whiskey. Let's, should we? Well, no, no, no. We're not going to rate this yet. We're going to let this sit for a second. Ooh, I like the anticipation. Should we tell the people about the update of the space? Or we should just be like, well, bam, and then it's done. 
I would say more of a wha-bam if we knew how long it was going to take and we weren't <laughs> going to miss an upload. But the fact that we're probably going to miss, not miss an upload, but we're going to be recording in a secondary space for the time being, we should probably let the people know what's up. Okay. So we're now sponsored by Joe Rogan. What? Oh my God. <laughs> he would give us like $4 a month. Just hey, be like, don't stop, guys. More than we make now. So I hope. True. <laughs> so for those of you that are new and don't know, this entire operation is self funded. Uh, Derek and I still work full time. And we are doing everything under God's beautiful creation to make this thing work. So, again, if you're not subscribed, please, on all things holy, subscribe. Because we need we need subscribers on YouTube. And follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and all that other fun stuff. Leave a review because it helps. But anyways, because of that, we have been saving for quite some time to make something permanent. We've explored options, um, you know, like studio spaces, you know, etc., and we said, you know what, why don't we just water our own lawn instead of making somebody else's lawn green, and we will go from there. So, we are working with a GC, uh, no free shout-outs, and uh, we are essentially going to be renovating the space that we are currently in from the ground up, like, full out. So we are building our own podcast studio the way we want to do it. We're going to stick it to the man. <laughs> so we're fired up. It's going to be a super cool experience. Uh, going to frame some walls, do all the things. And it's essentially going to be about 86% more in material cost just because lumber is basically uh, like a date rape, but mm-hmm. that's fine. So we'll, we'll get through, but, uh, but yeah, so we're going to fully insulate. We're going to, <laughs> Make sure things are updated, probably baseboard trim, all the things. Carpet. Carpet. Um, fresh. I mean, the paint's fine, but hang stuff on the walls. The paint's not fine because we are taking down these walls to re-insulate. So. Add lighting. Uh, we're going to add arms so that all of our equipment is way better. Tape on the floor so we, we have the same shot every single time. I mean, just a ton of stuff. So we're fired up. Um, probably going to run some more power in here, you know, 483 phase. What do you think? Probably. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. So, so that's, that's what we're doing. So in the coming weeks, if you randomly see an episode or two in my basement, that's also heated, air conditioned and finished. Um, that's why. So that's what's going on. We're making some changes with BH. Hell yeah. We sure are. That's it. All right. Want to rate this thing? Yes. Let's do it. Cooperstown. Label branding. I hate baseball, so C. No, I'm just kidding. This is an A-plus bottle. I mean, they won best gift. Higher than an A-plus. Look at it. Come on. Did you notice when you look through it? Nothing happens. Something does happen. (laughs) Would you stop? (laughs) You get Cooperstown on the bottom. Oh, that's cool. Because it shoots from the it shoots up from the glass on the bottom and then into the bottom of the spirit. There's a fruit fly, bro. What are you eating bananas in here? Kind of. Um alright, so A plus plus. A plus plus check mark for show. Look at it. Hand signed. It's not hand signed. I know, Derek. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> A plus plus check mark. Alright. What is the uh little 
Tags say on the back. Tells you what it is. It's got a little scanner on it. 750 ml. What? It has a scanner on it? Not like a UR code. QR code? A QR code. Nailed it. <laughs> it and then it says double day bourbon. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So it's a, it's a UPC. Yeah, it's a UPC code. Retail. <laughs> Terminology. <laughs> lingo. Isn't that what it's called? Checking UPC? the brakes on the rooter dirter. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> I quote a Tommy boy. And if you haven't seen that movie, I don't know what's going on with your life. <laughs> All right. Are we done yet? Uh, okay, so A plus plus check mark. A plus plus check mark. Okay. No doubt. Nose. It's a very traditional Kentucky bourbon to me. It's caramel, vanilla, a little maple. I agree, I agree, I agree. I'm getting a little brown sugar though. Yeah. Oh, this makes me smile inside, you know? I agree, I agree, I agree. Oh, I agree, I agree, I agree. A, a plus. A? No, A plus. I agree. It's a nice nose. It's kind of a weird comment. Yeah, you're Moving a, on. You're a nice nose. Initial taste. God, I'm going to go home and tell my wife that. Hey, nice nose. She's like, what? Caramel on the initial taste. A little bit of like a corn. Corn, no doubt. Yeah. It's a very, very, very high hug. It doesn't even get to your tonsils, for crying out loud. It just sits <laughs> in the middle of your tongue, you know? Mm-hmm. And then it dissipates semi-quick. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go B on the initial taste. Yeah. I agree, I agree, I agree. I agree, I agree, I agree. What do you get for tasting notes, though? Same, I mean, it's just caramel and corn. Yeah. For the initial taste, right? Yeah. Yeah. Ending note, what are you getting for that? I'm the same B. Kind of um, getting like a little pepper or some sort of like it, I harsh. Wouldn't, I wouldn't even say a baking spice, though. Yeah. Um, along the lines of a pepper. Yeah. The flavoring notes don't stay long. No, it dissipates really quick. It, it feels oily. Like, I can feel it in my mouth. I don't know what the hell's going on with these flies. Another reason why we need to redo the studio. But you can feel like the whiskey stays a little wild, but the flavoring notes are gone. To me, this isn't begging for another sip. I'll put it that way. No, it's a sipper. And then you let it sit. This is something you have during a party where you're socially drinking. Take a sip, talk for 10 minutes. Take a sip, talk for 5, 10 minutes. You know, like you're not, you're not trying to crush this in regards to, you want to, you want to have a drink in your hand, but you're focused on the conversation, not the drink. Mm -hmm. Whereas there's other spirits where you're focused on the drink and the conversation revolves around the drink. This is just something that you would have. Mm. And then you, you would discuss the bottle for like an extended period of time. And then you would talk about baseball for the remaining period of time. Yes. And, you know, you would touch on the spirit. But then, you know what this is very similar to? A 69th fighting. fighting uh, the fighting 69th. I'm mentally shot, dude. So thank you. But yes, the fighting 69th Irish whiskey because you're. In the story and not the taste at all. And you're sharing army stories. Right. And yeah, you're having an 80 proof whiskey. You know, the benefit is that. 
in regards to our standpoint, this is 90 proof. So you do enjoy that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's a conversation starter, but you're not diving into like the tasting profile of this whiskey. In my opinion. Yeah. On the back end, you get a little sugar, I guess. Like it, it is a little bit sweet as it's going down. Maybe a little honey. This is a, it's a very traditionally taste whiskey, in my opinion. Outside of the nose, to me, honestly, the nose is the best part of this this whiskey. Do you agree? Yeah, no doubt. That's not a correct answer. Yeah, then I agree with you. Well, you got to say you agree three times, or else it's not valid. <laughs> no, I agree, I agree. I agree, I agree. All right, so and final rating. We said B for ending note or B plus? B. Okay. Final, final rating. rating. You know, I just want to sit down with somebody and talk baseball, you know? Well, I am not your guy, so. I I know that. I'd literally like. rather watch this paint dry than watch baseball. This Why? This paint is already dry. We'll talk about it in a second. Okay. Give me that countdown. Three, two, one. 87. 84. Okay, so. Come on. <laughs> 85.5. There you go, dude. You're killing it. <laughs> what was your thought process behind that? How'd you figure that out? Well, <laughs> math, obviously. <laughs> it's very shallow and pedantic indeed. But no, I just, uh, I had to think about it for a long period of time. Yeah, but what was your thought process? Find the middle. <laughs> They're necessary. Next question. <laughs> oh, God, you're the worst. Right. Okay, so why why don't you like baseball? Because you I don't just, understand it? No, because I don't find it exciting to watch. Why, though? Because you don't get it? You don't understand baseball IQ? No. It's uh, because... So, if there's, so if, if there's a runner on first and it's an infield hit picked up by the shortstop, where do you throw? Okay, if there's a runner on first, yep, infield hit, yep, you, you throw it to second, and then you throw it to first, you have to double out. I get it. First of all, it's the double play, whatever, not a double out, exactly. I don't God. care. What an but analytical are you, are you, nerd answer. Are, are you impressed that I knew the answer? Say you are, because I know that you are, because you thought that you were going to get me there. No, it's you not, thought you thought you no. were. <laughs> No, <laughs> to I me, didn't think I'd get you there. To me, it's boring. Like the the extravagant play is a home run, and then you watch a dude run around the bases awkwardly for three seconds because he's faster than I will ever be, and you just watch him run, and that's it. Like to me, it's just not exciting. Have you not? I don't watch. I don't like Derek baseball. Jeter career highlights. That's highlights, though. You can make any sports career highlights. I can watch friggin' Roger Federer's career highlights on tennis and be like, wow, this is really interesting. But watching a tennis match, I'd literally rather kill myself <laughs> if we're being honest about it. So <laughs> baseball and basketball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking about grunting in the gym. Right. Yeah. Serena Williams. is. <laughs> um, but I screamed a lot this episode. I don't know where that's coming from. But it's just like that and basketball just aren't interesting to me. So Plus, if, there's no physical contact. So if contact. you're at the top of the circle. If we're being honest, yeah. <laughs> it, it's all about contact. And baseball is not a contact sport unless you literally throw the ball right at somebody's groin, which then, yes, it's very interesting to me, and I will watch it. There's a lot to baseball that people don't understand. Sure. And the players and the team is what you fall in love with. Very similar to hockey. A lot of people Hockey's don't a care. contact sport. 
And barely, it's fun watching people fight. Barely. Well, that's why I don't really Not watch it, it much used more. To be. And that's why I watch Bruins instead of the Sabres. They're out there prancing around on their tutus. Well, you got Brad Marsh on licking people. That's what I want to watch. He's literally licking people, not <laughs> figuratively is. licking people. He literally is. I want to know, what is baseball's America's pastime, right? Stupid, if you ask me. But what oh, is really? The- That's what made us win the war, but go <laughs> <Yeah>. on. <laughs> baseball? Yeah. That's all we played during war. Have you watched Top Gun outside of the volleyball scenes? No. I'm going to watch Top Gun. Oh, my God. All right. So sports, what do I even do here? What do you? I'm trying to look at like every sports, like professional or their ratings. Yeah, their ratings, sports rating or ratings by sport. Because I want to see where baseball falls now. Because I'm probably in the majority here. That baseball look at contracts, dude. Look at contracts. contracts. Well, that's how you know. Well, soccer is way more than all of it, and I'm pretty sure you would not like watching soccer either. Soccer is. Even more boring than by, than baseball because you score like one goal a game. It's not about goals, dude. It's not about bringing in runs. It's not about scoring touchdowns. It's all the things. So in you between. would rather watch soccer than baseball? No. Well, that's first, what I'm saying. If you're first of if all, you're I'm an at, American alpha male, so no, I'm not going to well, watch. If you're looking at contracts, foot. if you're looking at contracts, I'm pretty sure soccer. David Beckham is like the highest paid athlete in the entire world. Listen, Derek. <laughs> Okay, so most popular sports in America, 2021 update. Number one, American football, obviously. Number Correct. two, then baseball, then basketball, then ice hockey. Oh, how'd that work out for you? Good, because it's not number one. It's, it's gone down. Oh it's gone God. down. Nobody likes baseball anymore. It's a joke. <laughs> Who? <laughs> Listen. My phone's Stop. off. I don't want to hear about the COVID-19 vaccine. iPhones don't have that problem. Just uh, saying. Yes, they do. Oh, really? Yeah. Because yeah, in 82 episodes, mine randomly started talking to me about a COVID vaccine. Yeah. They're getting to, big governments onto you. That's I have literature for you to well, read. At least Muslim Uyghurs aren't making mine. But anyway, <laughs> uh, that's where we are. Either way, baseball's still more imperative than the WNBA. Dude, something's your going fo- on here. Your phone is not off. It is. They want you to get vaccinated. That's what they want. <laughs> Tell the NSA to go away. All right. Well, let's go wrap take a this lunch up. Break. We're already at an hour and five minutes. Michael, take us out. Take us out. I'm not ready to leave. I'm going to sit here for another hour and jibber jabber. Rest in peace, DMX. All right. Anyways, your phone. Throw it outside. <laughs> what is going on? Your phone, phone. Shut up. I keep turning it off. I keep swiping away. Put it on mute. Put the do not disturb thing on. Or do not have that feature. I'm literally closing everything and sending this phone back to China. Uh, (laughs) Patriots actually just raised Julian Edelman because he failed his physical. Yeah, he's literally about to retire. He's a disaster. He is. He hasn't been healthy in two seasons. Well, anyways, all right, guys, listen. We're going to be back next week. If you want to listen to us ramble again, come back. We appreciate any and all support. We have... A lot of unique listeners, which I found very interesting looking at the statistics with Derek this week on our podcast. So we are growing. We appreciate that. We lost a sub. We're down to 277. No big deal. Uh, please subscribe on YouTube. We need any and all support. Please leave a review on a uh, on a platform, and we will read it live on air. 
Thank you for being with us on this journey. We're looking forward to working with you guys in the future. If you want to recommend a small business for us to interview, please send us their information our way on any social media platform so that we can reach out and book them on an interview. For those wondering, we work with who works with us. So if they don't respond to messages, we tried. Okay, that's how this works. It's a two-way street. Um, we can only do what we can do. So we reach out to people as often as we can. If they don't, if they don't respond, then we don't know what to tell you. Um, well so, said. thank you for being with us on this journey. Thank you for listening to us this week. We will see you next week, Derek. Have your two taglines, and then I'll bring us home. It's episode eighty-three, man. See that? No pun intended. I'll bring us home. Ha! We're done after this episode. Uh, everybody, please remember to drink responsibly, be a good person, and Michael. Do not litter! We're out. mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.